Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Person of Interest. These people irrelevant. We don't. Hunted by the authorities. We work in secret. You'll never find us. But victim or perpetrator, if your number's up, we'll find you. We'll be discussing season three, episode 16, titled Ram. Uh, an amazing, amazing flashback episode that fills in a lot of the blanks in person of interest lore very, very, very well. So, this episode takes place in 2010, uh, not long after the death of Nathan Ingram. And we see Finch in, let's say, a beta version of his irrelevant numbers protection operation. Working with a man named Dillinger. Basically, Reese before Reese. Remember a while back, uh, Root taunted Finch that, oh, John wasn't your first, was he? Like, blah, 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 blah. This was Finch's first. This was Finch's first partner. And this guy is... Shall we say problematic? Because <laughs> not only is this dude overly aggressive and violent for Finch's tastes, not only are his methods the exact opposite of subtle, but... Also, literally the first thing we see him do is seduce a woman under his protection. So, yeah, this guy is an asshole. This guy is a not good person. But he's who Finch could find, so we're gonna tolerate Dillinger because Finch hasn't found anyone better yet. And so we get this new number, uh, an infiltrator. Uh, a guy who is basically paid to hack into systems to find vulnerabilities. Uh, by the way, if you're in all, at all interested in that real thing, by the way, there's a real, like, industry around breaking into places, both physical and digital, to find out weaknesses and security. If you're at all interested in this, uh, listen to the po- to the podcast Dark Knight Diaries. They do a lot of episodes um, on ethical hacking. They do a lot of episodes on penetration testing, both physical and dig- digital. They do a lot of episodes on this type of infiltration, uh, and it's really, really fascinating. Listen to Dark Knight Diaries. It's a great podcast. Anyway. So we have a new number who is off the grid, kind of running. We don't know why. And he's being targeted by quite literally everybody. He's being followed by Finch and Dillinger. 
He's being targeted by the CIA via Reese and Stanton, which is such a great subversion. So now we have, like, Finch versus Reese. We have our two main characters who we're so used to seeing working together, just operating on complete opposite sides of a conflict. It's so great to witness. Also, it's nice to see Stanton again. Uh, because that's a really, really good character. But we have that. They're going after him. And also, Decima is going after this dude. And, I mean, when Decima gets involved, you know shit's serious. When you got frickin' Greer, which, by the way, they finally name him in this episode. Thank God I can just stop saying the old man or John Nolan. When Greer shows up, that's how you know things are heating up. That's how you know, like, this is a big... What's happening now is not just a number of the week. It is a big deal. And we're kind of at a point where Greer shows up a lot more regularly now, which makes me very, very happy because I love that dude. Best villain of the series. But everyone, literally everyone, is targeting this guy. Literally everyone is going after this dude. And we find out after a while, after Dillinger saves this dude from both Reese and Decima... And after he brings him over to the library, uh, to Finch, we find out that this dude was hired to break into the machine. Essentially. He was hired by the government to do a test of the machine's defenses, but really what they wanted to do was jailbreak the machine so that the government could have completely uninhibited access to it. You know, the thing that Finch... Bent over backwards to prevent. You know, the thing that Finch went out of his way at every possible opportunity to make sure didn't happen. Yeah. That. That's what's happening. So, this dude was tasked with breaking into the machine. And eventually... He was able to get in via back door. The back door. Remember. And pull out a few pieces of code. Pull out little fragments of code from the machine. And now that code is sitting on a laptop. Are you starting to understand where this is going? Yes, my friends, we are witnessing the origin of the Ordos laptop. You know, the laptop that uh, sent Reese and Stanton on a suicide mission. You know, the laptop that Greer used, to, that, that Decima used to upload a virus into the machine. You know, the laptop that was eventually... Uh, revealed to be, like, sort of a Trojan horse by Finch, where he's just like, yeah, I knew the code would, uh, be used as a virus. I know, I knew they'd use it as a virus against the machine. So I figured as long as a virus was made via this code, then it'll, would teach the machine to get the hell out of there. Remember, Ingram's death is fresh in Finch's memory at this time. Remember, 
uh, Ingram's death is like Finch realizes it has the fresh realization in his head. I gave the machine to the wrong people with the government. The government's abusing the hell out of this thing. And they are terrible, terrible people to have custody of the machine. So basically, it was like this Trojan horse. The laptop was this Trojan horse to like, someone's going to find this. Someone's going to use it to make a virus. When that happens, the machine will know this is the thing. And this is like the break glass in case of emergency. And the machine's going to learn to protect itself and just run away. And operate as an independent entity. That's the origin of all of that. All of that originated from this one guy hired to break into the machine who pulled little fragments of code out of Ingram's back door. And now suddenly his irrelevant number popped up one day. By chance, this dude landed in Finch's lap. And so Finch, like, tweaks the code a bit to fit his basis for virus. Hey, just so you know, machine, if you see this, run the fuck away uh, purposes. And it's like, okay, look, here's what we're going to do. I am going to take this. I'm going to put this on the darknet. I'm going to sell it to someone so everyone will stop paying attention to you and go after the laptop because they will find the laptop to be more important. They will find the laptop to be a bigger deal. They already tried to kill him once because of the laptop. Remember, um, I, I, I totally forgot to mention this, but when he tried to quit, After he got those pieces of code, and then he finally realized, wait a minute, they want me to break in. They don't want me to test this. They just want me to break in. He was like, I'm, uh, see you guys. And then government tried to kill him. He only escaped because the car crashed. And the two people driving him were dead. And then went on the run. And now is just in the wind. That's why the CIA and Decima all want to take him down. But that is, that is what started all of this. But now Finch is like, they're going to want the laptop more than you, so I'll put it on the darknet and put it in the wind. And then Dillinger shows up. Frickin' Dillinger, man! And it's like, you know what? I don't care about this. You didn't trust me. To tell you, to tell me, uh, uh, you didn't trust me enough to tell me where the numbers come from, or why we're protecting this dude, or what's got you so spooked, or anything like that. You're just, uh, you're just only going to tell people things when it suits you. Well, guess what? I'm going out on my own. I lined up my own buyer for the laptop. And I'm out of the country myself. I'm not going to help this guy. I don't care about him. I'm going to drug your tea. How you, how you like that? So you can't stop me. Nah, I'm Dillinger. I'm a piece of shit. Nah. That's how Dillinger sounds in my mind. Uh, but yeah, Dillinger straight up betrays Frint. Straight up betrays Frint. Why can't I pronounce anything today? He straight up betrays Finch. Gets away with a laptop. 
and sends our guy, Casey, on his way. Out into the wild. Which is very, very bad because both the CIA and Decima are hot on his trail. By the way, I really love this moment where, like, Stanton's torturing the shit out of this one Decima guy. And Reese is like, hey, do we... Do we really need to be torturing this guy? Do we really need to be torturing this guy right now? Do we, like, it, it just shows kind of the humanity that Reese has as opposed to the, his CIA counterparts and how much he doubted his time in the CIA. And then the Decima guy just like jumps out the window like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but eventually, it gets to a point where Reese and Casey are at a bit of a standoff. Reese has a gun pointed at him. Stanton is on the phone with Reese, like, hey, you you taking that guy out yet? You taking that guy out yet? I got these uh decima idiots taken care of that interrupted me in the middle of talking with this guy's friend to find out where he is. Uh you, you got you got the guy taken care of yet? And Reese, with Finch watching, Fire some shots and is like, yeah, the guy's super dead. Casey is not super dead. Reese lets him go and is like, look, I've seen traitors. You are not a traitor. I don't know what your deal is, but get the hell out of here. I'm going to help you escape to Canada. And Finch watches all this happen. And this is kind of the moment where Finch is like, huh. This guy might work. I, I might like to work with this guy. This is the guy that uh, would work a lot better for me than freaking Dillinger. Hate that guy. But yeah, Casey is in the wind, going off to Canada. And the laptop is being sold by Dillinger to China. Now Finch, just before Dillinger makes this sale, is like, Hey, don't. They will kill you. There is not a government in the world that wouldn't kill for what's on that laptop. uh, Stop. Don't do this. Get away. Like, run away. Do do not do what you're about to do. And Dillinger's like, Screw you! I'm gonna make some money off of this! I'm going off on my own! Uh, I'm Dillinger! I'm a piece of garbage! Dillinger makes his sale to the Chinese, and what a shock! It doesn't go well! (laughs) Dillinger makes the handoff, and then immediately gets shot, with Finch watching from behind the trees. Uh, Someone performs a hit on Dillinger and his buyers. Takes out almost all of them, but there's one... One Chinese person, one of the buyers, gets away with the laptop. So it's in the wind and on its way to Ordos. By the way, the person who performs this hit is Shaw. So yeah, pretty much everyone's descending on this laptop at this point. And, you know, special counsel dude and control are like, okay, uh... We'll get the two agents that 
uh, went after Casey and will have them go after the laptop, confirm that the laptop's in Ordos and eliminate them. Decima turns their attention to Ordos as well. Everyone's descending on Ordos and not this Casey dude. So, everything's great. Casey's safe. The laptop's in the wind. Finch's little break glass in case of emergency contingency is fully going. Uh, is fully going as planned. The asshole Dillinger's dead. I mean, Finch is sad about it in the moment, but I mean, let's be honest. Dillinger sucked. Dillinger's a bad person. <laughs> Dillinger was the worst. He was awful. Uh, no one, no one will miss him in any way. And then we get this ending. Where we go to the present day. And Casey gets a visit. From Root. Who shows up and is like. Hey. So. You need to go. You need to go to Columbia. Uh, There's some guys coming after you. I'm going to blow up your cabin. Take the money you have saved. And run the hell away. Because we have a mutual friend. And she needs your help. Casey has gone from irrelevant to necessary. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to say this. This is, I think, where the season starts to... From here on out, it is... Mostly a race to the finish. Almost everything from this moment on. With the exception of a couple of minor uh, storylines, I believe. uh, Most of the rest of the season is focusing on the shit going on with Decima. And it's pretty great. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, if you like this, favor the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's the simplest just a push button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Oh, by the way, if you become a patron, Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, uh, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I will put up there once every month. Totally forgot to mention that because I am stupid. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 17. Talk to you then.